How do you manage time? So I haven't tried to do like two businesses at once, get to a point where maybe it doesn't work or I'm not excited about it anymore. And then I move on to something else, basically. How do you validate initially an idea and like you decide? I think you want to like look at what are the risks that you might run into when trying to build this product with code. You can like create so many different things and it's kind of like these tools that just opens up a ton of different possibilities and options of things you can create and build. Hi, Noah. Welcome with me into Humans Behind the Business podcast. First of all, thank you for accepting my invitation. Yeah, thanks for having me. I've been waiting, like, actually for a long time. Um, My first question would be, why did you accept my invitation? I enjoy podcasts. I've I've had a podcast of my own. Uh, We've done over, like, 150 episodes on there. So I, I just enjoy having conversations. And so... I typically, when someone asks if they, if I want to be on their podcast, I'll typically say yes, um, without even, a lot of times I won't even do much research or looking into the person or into their podcast too much. I'll just, sure. I'll, I'll, I'll have a chat. <laughs> so, yep. <laughs> it's, it's interesting. Uh, like vision, it's about sharing and, uh, you didn't, um, have the introduction. I introduced you as builder in public content creation creator, but I'm sorry, and the entrepreneur. Are you okay with this identification? Can I say that? Um, yeah, I think that's, that's probably true. I mean, I think one of the things about me is I, which I've, I've noticed is if there's maybe a pro to it, but there's also some cons of like, I like to kind of change what I'm doing every couple years in a way, because I just like learning new things. And so I guess that's also why I'm entrepreneurial. Like I'm definitely, you know, wanting to build my own businesses, stuff like that. But I feel like the markets that I build in and do things in like changes um, every couple of years uh, just because I like to like learn new things and do new things. Um, And so even with like the content creation stuff you're talking about, like I haven't done as much of that recently, like like building in public on Twitter. And I, I feel like it's kind of because I just don't feel like I have as much to say about what I've done recently. Like there's not as much new stuff I've been doing. And so there just doesn't seem as much like interesting things to share. Um, also, like with my podcast, um, I haven't had an episode for probably almost two months now. So like, which that was something that, you know, I was doing like every week for the last three years. Um so yeah, I, I, I'm kind of in a weird transition right now. And so, yeah, all those things are true, I guess. It's just maybe right now I haven't done as much of some of those things just because I'm like kind of trying to figure out what I want to do next and, and do with my time. But yeah. But like Before going like to what would you do next, I would like to know from where did you started? Where did I start? Well, I think... Um, I've, I really got into, like, I enjoy creating things. Uh, and this is actually probably all the way back to like high school. I created a YouTube channel and it, it wasn't great, but it was like creating videos of me, like doing like, it was, it was back when lots of people were doing like the let's play, like let's play video games. And like, you just watch someone play games and you know, mm-hmm. it's like, why would you kind of want to do that? But that. yeah, that kind of stuff. So I did some things like that. And it, it really just made me realize, like, I just like creating stuff. 
Um, and that's kind of what got me more into computers and like apps and software, how that works. And then I went to uh, college for computer science. Um, and then, yeah, I just always wanted to like build things. And so I just always had some little side project I was working on like throughout college. And then even when I got like a software developer job at like a tech company, I still had like side businesses I was building on the side. Um, and then some of those did okay. And then eventually did potion, um, started that on the side as well, but eventually went full time on it once it grew to be big enough. So yeah, I feel like I just like creating things, building things that are helpful to other people. And I just enjoy that kind of learning process of building things and just like learning what people need, what helps them, how to, how to make something valuable. It's just a fun process to me. Um, and that's kind of how I got started in it and, and keep, keep doing it, I guess. Actually, I really like, like you mentioned the word fun. It's fun to you. And like, I think it's, it could be like an element that makes you different. Do you think that like being a passionate of development of like computer science changed your life? Do I think like doing computer science, like, like yeah. learning that stuff? The creation, like could be autistic for example it could be something else but like now um, being in digital like it's only because you are engineer if you can say i don't mm -hmm. know if you are engineer but like a developer yeah, yeah. Or, right and, like do you think that like this coincidence i'm not like real believer in coincidence but, like doing computer science change your life um, I mean, there definitely is a lot of opportunities it's given to like be able to kind of develop those skills of being able to do software development stuff, build apps and things like that. Um, I, that, I mean, that's one of the things I like about it is like with code, you can like create so many different things and it's kind of like, you know, whatever you want to do, like build on a computer, software apps, websites like you can kind of do so it does it's kind of like these tools that just opens up a ton of different possibilities and options of things you can create and build and so it's definitely yeah like that's that's huge um and been amazing um, um and a blessing for me to kind of be in that space uh, but i mean you know you can create things in other spaces other verticals other um different uh markets and niches as well or even just like creating building things with your hands i think there's there's a lot of fun in those kind of activities those kind of things as well i've just kind of happened to kind of get into the the digital stuff more um and it's it's just kind of a different version of that but yeah it's 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 definitely a pretty uh awesome thing that computer science and and learning those skills has has been a big part of what has allowed me to do what I've been able to do. So I'm definitely grateful for all that. Actually, you are repeating the word fun, the word fun. But for example, in your profile on Twitter, you are talking more about the MR. MR <laughs> I cannot pronounce it correctly. MRR. MRR. <laughs> I have like a, a tongue issue. Are you like creating because only and like you are enjoying creation? You are maybe inspired from God, like you are trying to create and to to bring beauty and help people to to have like solutions, or like mm -hmm. there is also but like much more than the fun, the funny, uh, the funny side. It's more about m money. 
or maybe you can say financial independence or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I mean, I think it's a little bit of both. Like money is a funny thing because, you know, it is helpful. It's valuable to have money. It's, it's helpful to be able to spend money. Um, but like you don't want it to become like all you're about in life because then you're kind of like a slave to money and money is like, I don't know. I feel like, you know, people that are all about money or maybe they're like really rich or whatever. Like you see lots of people that aren't really joyful, even though they have that. Um, so I think for me, like the money part of things is almost like a goalpost. It's, it's, it's kind of like what allows you to know, like what you're doing, like, is it working? Like it's kind of, it's almost like a game a little bit. Um, and that's kind of why I see it as fun is it's like, okay, can you like make your product better? Can you do the marketing required to move that um, goalpost of how much money your business is making higher um, and grow it? And and that's kind of like the game of it. That's kind of fun. And then it, it just kind of proves that there is value there. People are willing to pay for it. Um, and then, you know, you can then use that money to hopefully, bring more value to other people or like bring value to your family and pay for things that you need. Um, so it is an important thing. It's just like, yeah, you don't want to lose sight of like what it is um, and not just like make that the only thing that you live for and your only motivation. Um, but it's, I think it can be, it's part of it for sure. Actually, I now I have two questions. The first question is like, how did you, earn or win your first dollar because we are talking about money and the second question is do you, don't you think that like that game because like you described it as a game uh, like earning money game it could be addictive and could be could lead us to lose balance in life no i think i think for sure um that it could yeah like i think that like like in everything like everything can become an addiction and any like even good things can become an addiction where if you do Early it too much, is thing. <laughs> I didn't well, say yeah. it's bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. even like, I don't know, like eating or, or I'm not even sure. Cause I don't know scientifically, but like, I'm sure there's some point where like drinking water, like drinking water, usually people are like, Oh, that's good. Like you're hydrated, stuff like that. But I'm sure there is at some point where if you drink too much water, there's probably negative effects of that on your body in some sense. Um, and so, like, I think, you know, anything has kind of a balance that you need to keep with it, where if you go too far with it, it's all it's going to be bad now. Um, and so I think that's true with money, where it's like if it's if it's too much of like what you're all about, it's like your only motivation, like you're, you know, at that point, you're becoming greedy and it's going to kind of ruin parts of your life um, with that. And so, yeah, I think you definitely have to be careful of that. And I think, you know, that's that probably is an issue I've struggled with at times uh, of like caring too much about how much money the business is making or things like that. So I definitely have to check myself and kind of double check like, okay, am I doing things for the right motivations, right reasons? So yeah, that that's definitely uh, something to kind of, watch what was your first question my first question was like how did you earn your first dollar like online yeah um so i i don't really even remember like there was like i've, I've tried so many different little businesses little online businesses and things like that um with 
one of my businesses before Potion did decently well. It was like a, a micro SaaS. It was just like a small software business that connected Intercom to Slack and kind of gave your Intercom support data. Um, that's kind of what Intercom is for and, and put it in front of where your team's already at in Slack, which is a communication tool. And it was just a really simple tool. And I worked on that for a couple months, then launched it got a couple paying customers. So that was probably like one of my more first like little wins, I guess, with like a business that like people wanted to use. Um, and so, yeah, that, that was, that was fun, but that, that was probably the first, but I mean, even before then there was little products I had built that, you know, maybe I got one customer, but then it didn't really go anywhere from there. Like it's, it's hard to get over that like 10 customer hump. Um, so yeah, I, I made some money in different ways before that, but that was kind of the first product I had that I feel like actually was, was more successful. I have again, like two questions. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> the, 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 like the, the first question is like, you are talking about a lot of products, a lot of projects and all yep. of the building operation needs, need time, need experience and need a, like on the calm. We need to be calm to, to, to like be able to be, creative mm -hmm. how how do you manage time and my second question is why you can like you you're not like working on one um, project and like taking it maybe to the highest level possible level yeah that's a good question i mean so i've worked on a lot of different little projects and stuff over the years. Um, but typically when I am working on that, that is kind of my main focus as, as at least maybe that was my main focus as a side business or whatever. So I haven't tried to do like two businesses at once. Typically, usually it's like, all right, try to make this business go and get to a point where maybe it doesn't work or I'm not excited about it anymore. And then I move on to something else basically. Um, and, but that is like the, one of the hardest questions of like, when do you know, to like keep working on something rather than just like shut it down and switch to something else. Um, and it's, I feel like every time that question comes up, it's still hard. Like it's still hard to figure that out. Um, so kind of how I think about it is just seeing everything as like learning, like a learning phase of like, even like prototyping a product, putting it out to customers, talking to customers, the whole goal of all of that should be to try to learn to understand like, okay, like, is this going in the right direction? Should I keep doing this? What changes should I do um, to make it better to, to get to a spot where I want to be and, and where it should be? So everything's kind of a learning process. Um, and so at some point, maybe you get to a, a spot with a product where you kind of learn like, hmm, this isn't this isn't working like I expected it to or wanted it to. And then it's like, okay, maybe there's something else I should go spend my time with more so. Or like with some of my more recent businesses, maybe it's like, all right, I've gotten to this business to a point. Maybe I should like sell it or like do something else with it um, and kind of harvest the the work that I've done on that so that I can then go explore something else. Um, so yeah, I feel like a lot of it's kind of exploring and just like building things, learning, understanding what works, what doesn't, and then making decisions based on that. It's, it's very interesting, like to understand how do you see things? I don't know if you know someone who his name is uh, Talal Abu Ghazali and uh, this person, like, 
I think it's one of the most inspiring people on earth. He had mm. like really great story. And now he's um, 85 or something like that. Very, very oh, wow. interesting person. And um, I was um, listening to him in a podcast. He said that like maybe the skill that um, make uh, makes him billionaire or millionaire or whatever he's always uh he's always considering himself a student and he's oh, always wow. like uh, evaluating things as like he's learning and he's not like doing or making he's always learning and now he's like everywhere in the world he he's he were he's, he's working in accounting and i think mm -hmm. he's one of the most uh, inspiring people on earth i will go back to your project because um you explained how do you decide to stop or to move on but like how do you validate initially an idea and like you decide uh, is that like the, the the project of the moment of the moment yeah so i think validating is is tricky because i think it always depends on like what you're trying to do um, and so like with any idea or product idea, business idea, I think you want to like look at what are the risks to like not letting this happen? Like what are the risks that you might run into when trying to build this product that would make it not work? Like you're trying to learn like how can I make this thing work and get it to that spot? And so I think it's it's first kind of just like looking at what are the risks, what are the problems? Like, is it is it a distribution problem? Like, are you going to be able to get it to enough people, get it in front of their eyes? Is there enough customers there that are wanting this kind of thing? Is there a demand for it? Um, is it like a technical risk? Like, are you going to be able to actually build a product that's good enough that that handles the problem that you're solving and um, is, is a good solution for it. And so it's kind of just, just like looking at all these different kind of risks that are potentially there. And then I think the next step is, is doing research as much research as you can. Like, I don't know, looking at forums online, seeing how communities or potential customers interact with each other, what they talk about the problem, what products are they already using, trying to see like, are people willing to pay money for this, this thing that you're thinking about? And just like trying to do as much research as you can there. And that's where it, it really does depend on the idea because some ideas, like maybe there's no one out there talking about it online. Maybe it's all like just through friends talking amongst each other. Um, so it, it can kind of change, you know, what the problem, what, what the problem is to, to know, like, is it something you can even research? If it's a newer kind of niche, a newer kind of thing, a lot of times it's harder to find that happening. Um, so that's where things kind of change. Um, and, but then, yeah, it's like you're, you're then trying to like basically learn uh, about these assumptions that you've kind of made of like thinking that the world works this way around this product, this business idea, and then trying to validate your assumptions that you're correct about it. And sometimes that's just doing more research. Maybe it's talking to potential customers, getting them on a call and like seeing how they think about the problem. Maybe it's actually building a little prototype if that's like a fast way to do it, like if you can build something in a week or two, maybe just build it and just like get some people to try using it. Um, yeah, there's like a lot of ways to learn. And, and so it's really just trying to figure out like what needs to be validated, what assumptions you have, and then um, 
taking steps to try to prove that your assumptions are correct. And you know, each each step of the way, I feel like is just getting a little bit closer to like having confidence that like, okay, you're on the right path. Something's working here. And, and typically like you're never going to have complete 100% confidence till you've reached some kind of product market fit till you've reached some, some threshold of like, Oh, there's an, enough customers paying for this thing. And I actually have a real product and people are using it. You know, maybe that threshold is like a hundred customers or something like that, where at that point you're like, all right, I'm really, I, I'm probably like really onto something here. And so it takes a long time to get to that point. But I think instead of just just shooting for getting to a hundred paying customers or getting to that point. Like you want to have little, um, little signs along the way that kind of show you that you're in the right direction so that you can kind of keep moving in that direction or make decisions to kind of pivot a little bit, do something differently. Um, and so you're kind of just validating your different assumptions you have at any time, just all the way through the process. Um, and it's, it's, it can definitely be a, a tricky thing, but it's kind of a fun thing too. Cause you're just like, you're learning, you're iterating, you're figuring it out. Um, and so that's, that's at least how I see it. And it's, it can be, like I'm saying, it can be mushy because it's different for different markets, different product ideas, different things that you might be doing. Actually, I think like you are professional and like you are very professional, but like, for example, so some people on Twitter, they're starting like in the building in public or building products world, they have sometimes that feeling that they found the one, the, the idea. Mm -hmm. And even if they do research, even if they are kind of sure that it's not doable, they still like think about it and they still feel that <laughs> they should do it mm -hmm. can you or how you or can you it's more can you get rid of an idea if you think it's not doable it's like it's more about the person and not the process you know yeah i think part of it is just like being okay with being in, being wrong in some ways or or failing in some ways and just like okay, maybe it's time to, to move on from that idea or from that thing. Um, I think I used to think that whenever I like failed or whenever I was wrong about a product idea, I kind of took that as like, you know, maybe I was doing something wrong as an entrepreneur and like I wasn't good at it or something. But I think the more I've, I've done it, the more I've tried like, like failing and being wrong about things is kind of just part of the process. And it's, it's kind of what helps you learn and understand like what you should be doing. Um, and so I, I am kind of a little bit more of the approach nowadays that like you should just try lots of things. Um, and you'll, you know, you'll, you'll mess up on a lot of them. You'll fail on a lot of them, but that will kind of show you, you know, maybe one of the things you try will actually work. Um, and at least for me, that's what seemed to have worked more so than, you know, there's definitely entrepreneurs where it's like they have this like grand idea uh, in their mind of like what they're going to do. And then for the next like two years, they just like do it and they just like make it happen. And they're just like completely focused on that one thing. There's definitely entrepreneurs that kind of work in that way. Um, and I, that just hasn't worked for me as much. Um, I think the other thing is that 
it's kind of it kind of gets to this um, argument of like, is the idea better? Is the idea more important, or is execution of the idea more important? And people like to argue about which which one really matters, um, you know, on Twitter and stuff. And I think really like both matter. Like both, you have to have both to really make something work. Um, but I do kind of rely or line up a little bit more that the idea is a little bit more important, at least in the beginning. Like you gotta you gotta like be in the right direction, uh, pointing yourself in the right direction, working on the right thing for it to to really work. And I think the other reason, at least for me, it matters more is because like I'm trying to do like indie hacking, bootstrapping kind of businesses where there, I think the idea does matter more in that case where it's like, there's certain ideas that fit um, something that an, an indie hacker, you know, a solo entrepreneur can build by themselves where you're not just gonna get eaten up by the competition or get eaten up by venture backed startups that have a ton of money and resources. Like you have you have less options in some ways, you're kind of limited because you're, you're trying to make a business solo um, and something that, you know, you only have so many resources doing that. And so I think the idea kind of matters more in that scenario where you got to pick something and choose something that you can kind of pull off. Um, and so, yeah, I think, I think that's important. Obviously execution is still important. Like you got to be able to make a good product, um, and stuff like that. But, but it's um, more about, it's more about time in that case. The execution you mean? Yeah. Yeah, probably. Like, yeah, everything just kind of takes time to kind of build out and you have to be patient for it to happen. Um, but yeah, I think also with execution, like at least for online businesses, it's it just seems like things are getting easier and easier to like be able to build the product or whatever, because like software tools are getting better. Um, a lot of these, you know, products that are being built are kind of been been around for a little while because the you know, the internet's been around for a little while for by now. And so just the, the, the different tools and things you can have uh, to be able to build a business are just more mature and there. Um, and, and so I think that part has gotten easier um, over time. Do you think it's really easier? Because I think like doing entrepreneurship or building products, it's about the person, you know, we can, because like, in all the times, everyone has like the same tools to build, but it's not like always the case. Not everyone is building. And I think like the accessibility of tools or like, for example, no code applications or things like that, don't really make things easier to people. I think what really make things easier is like, uh, the personal development and that balance, like it's like really to reach in that moment when you can say, now I'm good, I can think about something else. And that's like taking me to my question because like you are a man, you, you are dead, you have life, mm -hmm. you are like living in the United States and we all know that in the United States like there is a lot of you can do a lot of things. You can travel. You can anyway. You can you can use your time in something else than working on products, especially mm -hmm. like you can like I think you can be consider yourself free financially. What is the thing that really like push you to be behind your desk and not like somewhere else 
with kids maybe or something like that. Mm -hmm. This is my this is my first question, and I will let you like just answer and later later I will ask the second one. Okay, yeah. So you know I've tried just like going on vacation for a couple weeks and not doing much, and it's fun at first, but then you kind of get bored <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> like I think I think that we as humans were kind of created to to work. Like we were created to build things, to make valuable things. Um, and I think, you know, some, some people more so have that, um, that kind of drive to create and build things than others. And maybe I have that more than some people, like it's just something I really enjoy. Um, and so, yeah, like, I think I always kind of come back to like, I want to like build stuff, make stuff like it's, it's fun. It's, it's learning. It, it uses your brain. Like you kind of need that little bit of challenge, I think to kind of kind of keep your brain, um, excited and, and in motion. And so that's, that's what I enjoy about it. That being said, like, <clears throat> I definitely enjoy other things. Like, you know, I try to have some hobbies. I do mountain biking, do hiking, try to get outside, stuff like that. Um, so there are other things I do and, you know, play with the kids and things like that. Um, but yeah, I, I just, I enjoy building stuff and, uh, kind of like what we were talking about with like learning software development stuff. Like I just really enjoyed this landscape because there's just so many things you can create. Like there's, there's just a lot of options and a lot of opportunities out there, I think for people creating things online, you know, it's kind of like a lot of businesses that are more local. It's like, you've got potential customers are whatever town you live in. Like, you know, if you live in a town of 20,000 people, that's kind of like your, maybe your max of customers where if you're building a business online, it's just like, you know, billions of people online that potentially you could make a business that they could use. Um, and so there's just a lot of cool opportunities of things to do online that you can't do in, in like a local business form. So like even like my business potion, which is, a website builder for Notion built on top of Notion. So it's very specific to Notion users. It's kind of very specific to people that are trying to create content online. Maybe it's a portfolio website or a little um, business that they're running on it. Um, and so it's just like a very niche kind of thing that I can't sell that here in my hometown. If I went and asked someone like what Notion was, hardly anyone would even know what it is if I saw someone in person. But <laughs> when you open that up to billions of people online, there's like, you know, millions of people that use notion. Um, and now there's all these extra opportunities. So that's, that's why I'm I really like it and enjoy it. What's that? I'm one of them. Like I'm yes, a huge nice. fan of notion and potion both. It is interesting. Like in your previous answer, you mentioned like people should, maybe the first step for you is to, sh to learn how to accept being wrong and failure. Mm -hmm. it's about ego actually i think that like learning how to accept failure is it's one of the uh, more expensive experiences you know because you have to experience <laughs> failure <laughs> like many times to accept that mm -hmm. like nothing's gonna happen and it's like just a learning experience and it's okay actually and like you don't have to to think about what the people are thinking about mm -hmm. about you as like uh, how did you um experienced your first failures 
So, I mean, in college was definitely when I started like building little products, little things. I feel like a lot of them were like I was trying to make make little games or things like that. Um, for like a real example, one of the first projects I made was with my buddy and it was called Pixel Canvas. And it was just like this website where you and your friends could go and there was just this huge canvas of pixels and you could just get choose a different color and then you could just try to make pixel art uh, online with your friends and it would be like in real time. So your friend on their computer could see when you started adding pixels and creating art. And so you could kind of create art together. And it was fun to build. And um, the problem was that like people don't really want to pay for those kind of things. Um, and I, that was one of the things I, I think I kind of learned through some of my first products is a lot of my first stuff was kind of just exploring like a technical, like building a product that was kind of fun. Like it's fun to make a little pixel art creator, but it's like, and that was kind of the focus is just like trying to create something fun and that's like technically fun to kind of build. But you kind of realize uh, when you're trying to create businesses and stuff is that like, you got to make something that's valuable to people that they're willing to pay for. And a lot of times little games and stuff don't fit that. Um, and it's just harder to make those kind of things work. And so, yeah, I, I kind of learned from that. It's like, how do you, you know, focus on problems that people are willing to pay for and usually something that helps them maybe make money as well is kind of a good place to start. Um, so yeah, definitely a lot of learning through some of those kind of, those kind of failures. It is interesting as question, as answer, I'm sorry. You mentioned the word focus many times. And actually, it's one of my personal issues. <laughs> and I will maybe like uh, take advantage of you being here today to ask you that question. How like, uh, because like in the first, in the beginning of the episode, you mentioned that like you, you had like some periods where you were working, you had day job and you were you were working on side projects next to it but like sometimes when we are like ending up a day job uh, we are tired but mm -hmm. we need to work on the side projects and sometimes like i personally cannot focus on for example my podcast editing or whatever how do you um, maintain your focus level because you work on a lot of things and I suppose that like you can be focused on your things like by night or or early mm -hmm. in the morning how do you do it the question is easy <laughs> yeah yeah so I think the first thing is that like you've you've got to choose something that you enjoy um and so like your side project or whatever like it needs to be something you kind of enjoy doing like enjoy building enjoy creating it if it's not that then like yeah it's just gonna make everything much harder because it's like oh yeah you're already tired you've already worked a lot now you got to go work on this other thing that you're not excited to work on um so like picking like a, a product or a niche or an idea that you're kind of excited about and it's fun for you that's i think the first thing that's kind of important um then kind of like i think the next thing is one like sleeping enough like if you sleep enough like it just gives you more energy obviously to be able to um work on more things um and then really i think the the biggest hack 
and this is what I had when I started Potion, was my day job was actually pretty easy. Like I kind of got, you know, the, the first six months of my day job were kind of a lot of learning, figuring out how to do the job well and stuff like that. Um, but after that, like I kind of took it easy. Like I, you know, with any job, like you could go 120% where it's like, you're, you're going to just do the job better than your boss even expects you to do. Um, and you know, that's a great thing to do in some cases. Um, and you'll probably get promotions that way and stuff like that. But if your goal is to like build your own business and to be an entrepreneur, then like kind of my thinking is like, well, once you've kind of done the the bare, the minimum of what you're expected to do at work, like you might as well not put more energy into it because that's that energy is just going into your day job, your, your business that's going to take profits from your work. Um, and you might as well then focus any extra energy you have into your own thing. And so kind of what I did, which, you know, maybe maybe some people would say it's not good or it whatever. But it, basically, I, I kind of just did the minimum of expectations for my day job so that um, whenever I did get home to um, work on my own stuff, like I just have more energy to do it. Um, and so I think yeah. it really helps to like pick a job that's actually like not that hard. Like if, if you have a job that just like takes all your energy, it's just it is a hard job. And it's like you're, 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 yeah, you're not going to have energy for your own stuff. And so I, I was definitely kind of blessed to have a job where it really wasn't too difficult to do, um, which then kind of freed me up. I think the kind of jobs that work for this, well, at least kind of in the tech world are more like corporate jobs. Like if you worked at a company that has a thousand employees, you're just like one cog in the big machine and you're more likely to like not have a ton of pressures on you. You're more likely to kind of just have an easier job. You can kind of just do the work and go home and, and be done. Where if you work at like a little startup with like 10 employees, there's probably more pressure on you. I like in some ways, I think that'd be a more fun job. Um, but like it, it kind of leaves less for your own stuff. Um, and so I think that's another kind of hack kind of trick that you can do if, if your goal really is to kind of build up your own businesses, your own entrepreneurial kind of journey, having a, a day job that doesn't take all of your energy, uh, I think is a good, is a good way to do it. Um, and then I think the other thing that helps is kind of, uh, going back to like when we were talking about validating ideas, validating products and stuff, if you can build up your confidence level on what you're doing, that like what you're doing is going to work. That's, I think, where our motivation really comes from. Like if, if you keep working on it and you keep seeing good signs, that's going to motivate you to keep going. And so I think it's, it's also just finding that, um, finding that idea, finding that product, that business to spend your time on that you're really excited about, you feel confident that it can work. I think you're just going to find that you'll have more energy to actually put in a little extra time at the end of the day to work on it. And so obviously that can be a hard thing to find, but I think once you find it, like you'll, you'll find that you're like very motivated. Like back when I was work, like started potion, I did have a full-time job and um, I would come back from like work, like excited to work on potion just because I was so excited about the idea. I felt so confident. Like if I kept doing it, like it was going to work. Like I, I could already see the signs pretty early on that like people wanted this. Um, and so I would work another couple hours, like after working a full day at work and I was very motivated to do it just because I had that kind of confidence level. Um, so I think if you can find that, that's, 
that would definitely help. Thank you very much for the answer. I think like <laughs> you gave the <laughs> the best hacks for that. Thank you, thank you. And now mm -hmm. I will choose like um, two questions from ChatGBT. Oh. Like just for a podcaster, I asked uh, Chat to to propose questions. He proposed a lot of questions. Nice. And now We're talking I, with the I AI will, like, now. Yeah. I will choose like, can you choose two, num two numbers between one and 10? Me? Yeah. Oh, do you want me to tell you? <laughs> yeah, I can cho choose two numbers, like... Two and seven? One. Two and seven, okay. I will, like, ask the second one and the seven, the seven oh. one. Oh. Okay. How do you approach ideation and brainstorming for new digital products? Yeah, yeah I've been doing... chat now. <laughs> Yeah, I've been doing some of this recently, actually, like exploring different ideas, seeing if there's a new business I'd like to create or start. And it's really difficult. I feel like I'm not good at this part of like finding ideas. Um, I think the best way to start is usually with a problem of like, here's a problem, you know, should it be something that, you know, is it something that people want to have solved? I think my, my problem about finding problems is that... <laughs> at least my personality, I feel like I'm kind of just content with how things are. Like, for example, I get, you know, probably like 50 emails a day in my like normal, like email inbox. And most of it's just junk mail, right? Like a ton of it's just junk from products and things I don't really care about. I don't read. But instead of me going through and clicking like, you know, unsubscribe or whatever, I just I just click through them all. Um, and I just like click them as red. I don't actually read them, but I click them as red. So it's just gone. I don't need to worry about it. And I just do that pretty much every day. Same. Yeah. It's like a routine. And, um, but I think it kind of shows that like that problem doesn't aggravate me enough to make me actually go do something about it. I'm just like, mm. eh, it's fine. Whatever. I'm content with this. <laughs> so with a lot of problems, that's how I am where I just don't even see the problems because I just don't. I just don't get bugged by things very often. Um, and so I think my personality makes it not hard for me to find good problem, problems and stuff. I'm not someone, I'm not one of those entrepreneurs that like comes up with 10 ide ideas throughout the day and like has this huge notebook of all these ideas I'm thinking about. Um, so I guess how I find problems is, is more so just like thinking, like exploring the things I'm interested in and seeing kind of other products out there in the world that people are making. And then like, kind of like going from that, like, Oh, I wonder like if people, you know, are solving this problem, I wonder if there's something else similar to that, that makes sense for me to do. Um, that's kind of how I kind of start a lot of them. I, 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 st I still don't feel like I really have like a good process of like how I do it. Um, so I don't know if I have a great answer for GPT there, but that's that's <laughs> at least how I think about some of it and do some of it. Thank you. The the next question actually is very, very interesting, and I didn't thought about it at all. The question is, sir, how do you ensure that your digital products are accessible and inclusive for people with disabilities or different needs? I actually haven't 
looked into this that much. Like I know there's there's different things you can do um, like with your website and stuff to like make sure that products are accessible. Um, I know like with like within HTML, for example, there's like, I think it's called like the accessory tag or something like you can put on images and different things or like the alt tag where you can like describe what the image is so that, you know, someone that can't see um, can like go over that and see that. Um, so yeah, I know there are things that you can do. To be honest, I haven't like, yeah, really dug into like how to build a product well for, you know, people that have disabilities and really like figuring that out. Um, and maybe I should, but on the other hand, it's like, it's kind of like with any niche of customers, it's like, you kind of have to like find, if you're, if you're trying to make a business that works, it's like, the, the first step is just getting one person to use your product and, and, and one person to um, find value in it. And so usually that's starting with kind of the bare minimum, um, just like general features, general things. And a lot of times that doesn't include maybe some of those extra, going the extra mile to like make the product better for people with disabilities, which so in some ways that's kind of sad, but I think that that is kind of where you have to start with a product is you got to focus on the main things to like make it work. And so I haven't really gotten much farther than that. And most, you know, products that I've built. So it's okay. I think yep. they, that they will like just reach out to you to if there is a need or something like that. Yeah. My last um, section is quick questions. Are you ready to my quick questions? I'm you ready. Have like one you have one second to answer. Oh boy. <laughs> No, I'm joking. Do you prefer in person or virtual? It depends on what thing is that we're doing <laughs> or like the why. Uh, but very, probably very virtual. Small. For very, most things, virtual. Small. Yeah, yeah. Uh, short term or long term? What's the context here? <laughs> there isn't any context. You can, it's the, the, the name is like quick questions. You can choose, you can imagine the context and uh, short term. Okay. Individual or team? Uh, individual. Innovative or traditional? Traditional. I'm surprised by the answer. Mm. I'm surprised. I don't know why. But, I am but you surprised. can't know because I only have one second to answer. So. Yeah. <laughs> Los Angeles or Dubai? Uh, Dubai. Summer or winter? Summer. Pizza or burger? Burger. Tagine or couscous? Uh, couscous. Do you know what's couscous? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Coffee or tea? <laughs> Coffee. Books or movies? Movies. Early morning or late at night? Late at night. There were my questions, I think. My English is not always good, but it's okay. No, it's good. It's, it's okay. Anyway, I'm, I'm feeling good. Do you have something to add to tell people, me? It's just something to say. Um, I think the one thing I've been thinking about recently, at least, kind of add is that basically like with anything, with any job, with any business, any entrepreneurial things, 
people want to do. Like there is things that are hard. Like it is a grind at times. Like there are, there are, it's not like it's all sunshine and roses. Like there are things that like are not necessarily always fun. Um, it is hard. Like so, some days you're kind of more down because you're like, Oh, things aren't working, you know, like a hope or like I'd expect. And I still am running through those things all the time. And I guess I try just to tell myself, and and maybe this could be hopefully encouraging for listeners. It's just like, just try to be like patient. Like if you, if you are patient and you just keep working towards a goal and you are hopefully enjoying the process, um, but you're just patient with things happening over time. Like and it, basically, as long as you stick to it, like I think something good will happen eventually because you'll, you'll learn, you'll grow, you'll figure things out. And so just being able to be patient through that process and um, take it kind of a step at a time. Um, that's what I keep trying to tell myself. And hopefully that's helpful for anyone that's trying to build a business or do something entrepreneurial as well. Thank you very much for that message. I will think about this um, today and this week, I think. It's very important to be patient and to give time to time, actually, because sometimes like we just want things and now quickly. Mm-hmm. And um, I I asked about tagine, like tagines are a much better one when they take time to to be prepared. Thank you very much. Now for your time, I, I'm sure that our people will enjoy this episode. I enjoyed it. I hope you did as good. well. Yeah, it was I fun. Thank you very much. And uh, I wish you um, a good night. Ciao, ciao. Thanks.